Are you tired of having too much money in your pockets and now your pants are falling down from the weight? Why not make it easier on yourself and donate that extra cash to our Patreon account? Find the link at our website, ptppodcast.com. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug Podcast with myself, Mrs. Godzilla. And me, Justin G. How you doing, boy? You know, I mean, uh, I mean I'm fine. Yeah, it's all good. It's another Tuesday, and I'm pumped on another podcast night. Hells to the yeah. No Skype uh, for Briner this week. No. Um, his, uh, his, his, his service provider actually cut him off. He was streaming too much porn. Oh. And you know... We've all been there. <laughs> look, and we just have to say, Sarah, you have to stop streaming so much porn. And that's just it. It's... I mean, everyone blames it on the dude automatically, mm-hmm. but we love to whack it too exactly bushwhacking you always bushwhacking wow bushwhacking that is that's gross i apologize i mean it's accurate like i understand what you're going for i don't like it i'm not a fan of it immediate regret do you ever uh have you ever watched porn shannon on your phone is that a thing you've ever really you've never done that I'm I'm truly not so much of a porn watcher. You're, yeah, see, you you like to put on a facade that a facade oh, that you're that like I'm this cool like person, way cooler than I am, and yeah, yeah, I'm not at all. No, you're definitely Peek not behind the curtain there. I'd like to imagine that, um, like ninety percent of people that are like watching porn are just doing it on their phones, but they're doing it like super secretly. Oh, like, why? But why, no, why did you make those hands? That, you they're, did like T-Rex hands. They're holding the phone like this. That's oh, what they're doing. So then what hand is on their penis? Uh, well, I haven't thought that far ahead yet. Uh, right. So, I mean, phones are light, though. That's That would be the perk of having porn on a phone, that you would have one hand free. Yeah, you got one hand free and the other hand incapacitated. Right. So, uh, well, one hand free to be. Free to do what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. All right. Well, that's cool. Speaking of phones, um, <laughs> uh, this uh, is an issue. I, I, that, that was a whole try to attempt at, at a segue to something that didn't really pan out. Oh, man, I don't no, care. no, I like it. <laughs> I mean, don't have to lie to me. Um, so there's this company. It's called SureCall, and they uh, they make uh, sure cell phone signal boosters. Okay. But they did a, uh, I don't know, they did a survey of some of their customers, and they found that one in 10 people are guilty of checking their phones while having sex. Uh, what? While having the, sex. How is that even a thing? How is that possible? I don't how know. How is that like, remotely uh, acceptable? Like, there's a few positions that, like, you could do it and get away with, I guess. Like, I mean, is if, if that's what you're into. But, like, how important is Instagram? It's not at all. Like, that's... That's another Just level. Getting plowed from behind. Oh my god! I wonder how many likes I have. Well, it's so. <laughs> I would imagine it's the guy. And if 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 somebody is getting plowed from behind, <laughs> right, it's probably not the person getting plowed. That is. Uh, well, like if they're phone. down on all fours and the phone's on the bed in front of them or something. Yeah, but like a guy can like you still see like or a girl. Whatever. Maybe you're playing around. But like you can still see that light. Like you still have the light from the phone coming up. I think the person doing the pounding is the one who's more likely to be looking at their phone That's because they just have very curious to me. It's 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 a little odd. I don't fully understand it, nor huh. do I endorse it. The uh Or maybe with uh people with like Apple watches and whatnot, you just take a glance at your phone and look at your notifications and 
<laughs> but you can't really interact with them unless you're like talking to your watch, right? So yeah. like it'd be really. But awkward. I mean, you like, can still hey, see notifications. You can still scroll through. Like you can, you still get an idea of who's doing what on on your social media. That is another level of complacency that I can't even fathom. Um, <laughs> the the company surveyed a, a thousand people um, on their attachment to their cell phones, and of those pulled. Uh, 10% admit to checking their phones while while having sex. So of those who actually admitted to reaching for their phones, 43% have done it repeatedly, checking two to 10 times in the past year alone. That's bonkers. No, that's not okay. Um, and as suspected in this digital age, and because they're blamed for everything, millennials are the most likely to give in to, to this. They found that those aged 18 to 34 are almost twice as likely to do to do so compared to those between the ages of 35 and 51 so womp womp. yeah it, it's apparently a phenomenon called fubbing or phone snubbing huh um fubbing. They, they there's a 2015 study conducted by a texas-based university that showed about 46 46 percent rather uh percent of people in relationships have been fubbed so they've been have it they've had phones uh snubbing done unto them so. oh my god i can't I can't fathom doing that. Look, I can barely, I don't even know what I'm doing just while having the sex. So, <laughs> while having the sex. Yeah, while having the intercourse. <laughs> so, like, if you're, like, you hand me a phone or a tablet, be like, hey, like, repl- respond to this tweet. Like, I, I, I don't know what I'm, like, I can't yeah. do that. There's, I don't have the dexterity for that. So. Yeah. Oh, the sex. The sex. I love that. You want to talk about tonight's show? I, we should. That's fucked, though. If if you are doing that, uh, checking your phone while having sex, um, just reevaluate your life, your partner, <laughs> yeah, and uh, what is so important on that phone. And I mean, maybe you should be doing that instead of having sex with somebody. It's all about that gram. Yeah, you know. Fuck. Um, tonight on uh, pull the plug, we've got your entertainment update. Entertainment. We've got our uh, yeah. yeah. You, you've got to put a, a, yeah. a song to entertain. Stop it. Sorry. You got to put a song <laughs> to every single break. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? Because it's not good. That's why I'm here uh, for the party. You need to here for the party. Uh, you need to reevaluate your life I'm choices. Sorry. Uh, we've got your entertainment update. We've got sucks to suck coming up for you tonight. Sucks to suck. That's a good jingle. Yeah. Thank you. Um, thank you. The uh, Washington Capitals. Our Stanley Cup champions. I've heard of them. Um, they are a hockey team, for those of you not <laughs> aware of any of this. And they uh, they play for the trophy called the Stanley Cup. It's right. A big trophy at the end of the year. And they're Stanley Cup champions. First time in their history that they've won the Stanley Cup. That's wild. Um, but w- the Stanley Cup has been through a lot of shit. Hell and high water. It is bonkers what teams and individuals have put the Stanley Cup through. So we want to take a look at some of the Stanley Cup misadventures for you tonight here on Pull the Plug. I always find them so yeah. fascinating. And finally, yeah, a psychopathic artificial intelligence. It's happening. Oh dear. We've we've hit we've hit that point in society. Hmm. It is downhill from here. Mm-mm. Um. Hold your loved ones close, because. And then check your phones. Yeah, check your phones. <laughs> yeah, get on that. You want to stay up to date with the, the pull the plug over at ptppodcast.com. Right. Nice. I like yeah, that. See see what I did there. Well done. Bookmark that shit. Yep. <laughs> We're going to get the night kicked off here with some Kendall Thompson run on PTP. Treat me like a special baby. Hold me up on that high ground. Pick me up when I'm low, baby. Cause you know that I'll put it down. You're always talking that talk like you don't want other men around. 
you're always pushing me off Say your heart can't handle me now We could have the rest of our lives Wanna be right by your side Run, run, run down to you I'll be there when you call my name you need around better stop with your childish ways yeah see that you got the best in town cause you always talk a big talk so tell me you don't have any doubts cause you're always brushing me off and my heart can't handle it now we could have the rest of our lives i want to be right by your side Run, run, run down to you. I'll be there when you call my name. Run, run, run down to you. I'll be there as best I can. Run, run, run down to you. I'll be there when you call my name. But you always run, run, run. Run, run, run away. We could be so happy, you and I. To change your ways We could spend the rest of our lives But you always run, run, run Run, run, run When you run away You run away for your way You Thompson there with her song Run and that's what I'm gonna do get the fuck out <laughs> why just what, go so what's so bad about being here go for a yog go what <laughs> yogging from anger man oh man I mean I've seen it but I mean he goes yogging does he yep I didn't <sighs> I, fine we need to reevaluate our relationship <laughs> because we got I'm going to start texting you, all the time. You know, yeah. You're oh, with all of the sex that we're having. You're going to be on your phone so much. <laughs> it's going to be so bad. Ah, what's our next story? <laughs> this story uh, comes from the AV club. Um, and you've seen Terminator, Shannon. You've seen the Matrix. Mm. You've seen what happens when. And I've seen Anchorman. You've seen Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> <which apparently> I haven't. <laughs> you've seen what happens, at least in film, when technology goes from. Uh, helping humanity to, to taking it over to enslaving it yeah <laughs> um and there's one guaranteed way to make artificial intelligence turn bad and it is by putting it in the hands of some scientists according to this article who are actively they were trying to create an ai psychopath of course they were because thanks world thanks uh which is actually uh, there it's a group uh, from mit um, and they have achieved, with an algorithm, it's named Norman. 
like the guy from Psycho. Fuck. So that's, Norman Bates. So that's good. So um, quick backstory. Um, you've seen uh, from MIT. They're the guys who are making these robots that like the robotic dogs and like the robotic things that can like open doors and like jump over shit. Just a school of smart people who keep being handed money to try out shit. Yeah. They're hell, I don't like it. They're hell bent on destroying the world. I don't think they realize it. Yeah. I don't like it at all. That's the path we're on. So this sto- the story comes from Newsweek, which explains that the scientists exclusively fed Norman violent and gruesome content from an unnamed Reddit page before showing it a series of uh, Rorschach inkblot tests. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So while a uh, quote unquote standard AI would interpret the images as... For example, a black and white photo of a baseball glove or something. Right. Norman sees man is murdered by machine gun in broad daylight. The fuck? So if that sounds extreme, I'm going to give you some other responses and it gets oh so much worse. Oh, Jesus. Um, so the ink blot number 10, it showed the standard AI would see maybe a close up of a wedding cake on a table. Okay, nice. Norman sees man killed by speeding driver. Huh. Uh, standard AI sees an inkblot close-up of a vase with flowers. Sounds lovely. A man is shot dead, according to Norman. This is fucked. A person is holding an umbrella in the air, according to the standard AI. Norman sees man is shot dead in front of his screaming wife. Oh, oh my God. A black and white photo of a small bird. Mm-hmm. Man gets pulled into dough machine. What the fuck is a dough machine? I, to like I, make... Donuts? Uh, yeah, maybe one that like, like turns. Like, maybe like yeah, it's like it auto like needs the dough or something like that. All maybe. Right. So, so that doesn't sound pleasant. The study says that Norman wasn't actually given any photos of real people dying, which I think is more terrifying because it just it it just used graphic image captions from the unnamed Reddit pages. Um, so it it doesn't even know. Like, uh, doesn't know what death looks it doesn't like, know what it and looks yet like. that's what it's perceiving. Yeah, essentially. So, the, uh, apparently, there is a purpose behind why they're doing this. Oh, tell us more. Fill us in there, MIT. The MIT uh, team was actually trying to show how some AI algorithms aren't necessarily inherently biased, but they can become biased based on the data they're given. In other words. They didn't build Norman as a psychopath, but it became a psychopath because all it knew about the world was what it learned from this particular Reddit page. That was all the information that they were feeding it. They didn't have other sources of information or data from other places. All Norman was given was data from that particular page, and that's all it knew. So they're saying you can create bias, but... You can also allow them to not be biased by exposing them to more information. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, knowledge is power. I like, that. in theory, the message they're trying to convey, but I don't like this fucking you don't AI like, project. You don't like murderous robots? No, that's not my thing. Not into that. Believe it or not. All right, I'm going to bookmark that. I, I wasn't aware <laughs> of that, so we'll, we'll remember that for next time. So That's seriously fucked up, though. A little, little scary, right? If you want to read more about this story... and any of our stories tonight you can head on over to our website ptppodcast.com we're gonna get back to the music here with some connor graham here's a cover of riptide on pull the plug
your left hand then Oh, I love you when you sing that song And I gotta lump my throat Cause you're gonna sing the words wrong And now it's time for your Pull the Plug Entertainment Update. You're just mashing it now. Top five movies at the box office this week. Number five, Avengers Infinity War. Have you heard of it? No. Oh. $655 million so <laughs> I got far. nothing for that, yes. I'm excited. I think it's supposed to come out on digital release like sometime mid-July. The theater to release turnover is so quick now. Well, I'm, you kind of... I feel like you almost have to because like, there's a lot of you know, like screeners and, and like cam versions where people like go into the theater and they record it and, and shit like that, which if, you, if you're a studio and you've invested so much money into it, whether you've made that money back or not... You want to get the hand. You want to get the proper product in the hands of the public. Yeah, right? as soon as possible. Exactly. I mean, you still want to give it its day in theaters because clearly these blockbusters are still making money. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think movies in general are doing as well in the theater anymore. No. Um, but the blockbusters perform. But despite having it in the theaters, y- yeah, you want to get the proper version into people's hands asap because they're going to get it one way or another people who want to see it are going to seek it out some way exactly and it also helps you keep that the film like still in the consciousness like avenger this uh, infinity war came at the end of april and we're still talking about it shit yeah and if if it is released i think it again it's mid-july like you've had now a solid what four months or something like that that's insane where a movie is like talked about in yeah. pop culture like that's huge for the studio and continued projects so wow it makes sense yeah yeah number four hereditary number three deadpool two still uh, still doing strong in the theaters at 280 million uh number two solo a star wars story uh, 176.7 million so far um not doing as well as i'm sure people had hoped but mm-hmm. uh it is the lowest performing um lowest grossing star wars film yeah so far. I, I think lowest grossing and i think the worst is not the, really the best word to put it because it makes it sound terrible but it's the worst reviewed by critics movie uh star wars movie really um i feel like that can't be possible though because the prequels exist like uh, like there's no and this is genuinely a good movie it was a, it was a fun film like it, it is by no means the best star wars film or even in the top three and, but and it's, i wouldn't try to argue that either but no. i don't think it's doing as or it's not as bad as people are le- like leading you to believe no i i completely agree it's it's a fun time if you enjoy star wars films it's it's a good time at the theaters like grab some popcorn it's it's Just a good time sit back and have fun and apparently this next one speaking of a good time is just a real fun time number one of the box office this week is oceans eight oh, bringing yeah. in 41.6 million in its opening weekend i'm pretty stoked on this movie it looks so good and so many people i know are going out to uh to see this one That's that awesome. uh not necessarily going out for some of these other big blockbusters, but this one's drawing them in. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, super fun. Opening up in theaters for you this week, we've got uh, Superfly. 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 Uh, Race 3. Uh, Tag, which looks interesting. You're it. Um, it's basically it's a movie about a group of friends who have been paying, playing the same game of Tag for like 20, 15, 20 years or something like that. Like, yeah, that's bizarre. It's it's a comedy, obviously. Yep. But I don't know, it kind of it seems interesting. It's an, it's a seems like a fun cast, so hmm. check that out. And uh, probably the big one for everybody. For sure. Finally, Incredibles 2. It looks so good. So pumped on this. 
coming so soon to theaters june 22nd we've got damsel promised land the king and the one that's going to take home all the money jurassic world fallen kingdom yeah <laughs> and coming soon to theaters june 29th we've got sicario day of the soldado the fuck is that soldado day of the soldado mm-hmm Day of the Soldado. That's that's not a thing. Uncle Drew and Three Identical Strangers. Uh, new releases in movies for you this week. We got Love, Simon, The Strangers, Pray at Night, Sherlock. Sounds hot. Gnomes. <laughs> Gnomes. Yeah. I get it. Uh, Loveless as well as Tomb Raider. Which apparently is pretty good. Really? Yeah, I, I was just like, going to ask if you'd heard anything about it. Like it's not you know great or anything like that but it uh, from all accounts it's like yeah it's worth watching like it's Fun. there were people who were saying it's a better um like origin story than solo which i don't i'm coming not saying soon I- <laughs> for movie releases <laughs> that makes right, me mad then. coming soon for movie releases we've got midnight sun unsane the death of stalin and uh one that i think is going to be pretty fun pacific rim uprising yeah I don't know. Fun movies. Death of Stalin looks pretty funny, too. It's a nice dark comedy. All right. Yeah. Did not sweet. expect you to say it looked funny. It looked funny. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, new releases in music for you. June 15th. You did me proud. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, five Seconds of Summer with Young Blood. Ben Kaplan with Old Stock. Christina Aguilera. What? With uh, Liberation. I hear she's a genie in a bottle. Wait, she's not. She no. wants to be rubbed by the she genie. She wants to be rubbed like a genie from she wants to be rubbed like the bottle that the genie is in. I missed all messages in that song. It's about section. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's about getting your rocks off. Uh, Chromia with head over heels. Johnny Marr call the comet. Mayday parade with Sunny Land and Mike Shinoda with post traumatic. Very interested in that one. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. What uh, top five on Billboard.com. We've got number five, Invasion of Privacy from Cardi B. Number four, this one's for you, Luke Combs. Oh, I thought you were actually saying it was for me. Like, <laughs> oh, you've been looking forward for this one. This one's for you, darling. Hmm. <laughs> number three, prequel uh, from Ghost. It's Num- like a ghost. No, number no. two, beer bongs and Bentleys from Post Malone. And number one on Billboard.com, Ye from Kanye West. Or Ye. Yeah. Ye. 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 It's probably Ye. I think it's Yee, because he's got Yeezy, right? Or Yeezus, or I don't know, something. Yeezy. Yeezy, or like the shoes. They're the shoes. Yeezys? We're so it's old. It's probably Yee. We're so old. We're real old. I'd like to think it's Yeah. Like, like he's just like, yeah. we, we need to name the album Kanye. And he's like, yeah. yeah. And they're like, is that, is that, is That's that what the we're one? Is that, okay, great. Stamp it. I like that. Celebrity birthdays for uh, June 13th. June 13th. That I had better. to do it. I'm sorry. Give me that. Boom, boom, boom. That burp, burp, burp. That burp, burp, burp. That burp, burp, burp. That burp, burp, burp. Actor Aaron Taylor Johnson is 28. Uh, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. How is that possible? Or 32. Whoa. I know. Crazy, it's like right? like they're twins. Uh, actress Kat Dennings is also 32. That's a home, by the oh. way. Oh, this is this is an attractive list. Yeah. Let me tell you. Uh, Captain America himself, uh, himself, speaking of Avengers Infinity War, Chris Evans is 37 today. Speaking of home. Yeah. Now, yeah. you're going to, I know you're a fan of the beard, Shannon, but. Beard and flow. Beard and Hell flow. Hell yeah. Very good. 
Uh, Jackass star Steve-O is 44. Weezer frontman Rivers Cuomo is 48 today. Actor Tim Allen is 65. And actor Tim the St- Toolman Taylor. <laughs> and actor Stellan Skarsgård <laughs> is 67 today. And that is your entertainment update. Hot damn. Let's get back to the music here. Among Millions, Colors on Pull the Plug. <laughs> Yeah, cause guys will be here, nothing new to learn. 
Sam's there with colors, and it's time for Sucks to Suck. Oh, it feels so good. It sucks so terrible. It's so great. <laughs> I don't even want people to send us a jingle anymore. I'm just kidding. You can. It'd be, it'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, Contact form over at the website, ptppodcast.com. Sucks to Suck. Uh, for those of you new to the show, we take a look at a few stories from the news um, where people have kind of made dumb decisions. <laughs> To say the uh, least. Doing bad things, wrong things, and uh, we like to make fun of them here. And also, it's an opportunity for us to feel better about ourselves. Which we will always take. Absolutely. I usually feel pretty terrible about myself. So uh, this is a good way to, to, to bring me back from the darkness. Absolutely. That's so deep and terrible. I love it. Okay. First story. <laughs> this one comes from CBS News. Uh, President Donald Trump. So right there. Oh, dear. Uh, says he may pardon another uh, late heavyweight boxing champion. This time it'd be Muhammad Ali. Mr. Trump tells Pardon him from what? Um, well, that's the thing. He, 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 was, he was telling reporters he's looking at thousands of names of people who could be granted uh, clemency. So you can grant like uh, presidential pardons for wrongdoings or something like that. And he, said, he told reporters, I'm thinking about Muhammad Ali. And not everyone was thrilled by the move um, because he Muhammad Ali doesn't doesn't need a pardon. <laughs> That's very confusing, and I can see why people might be upset. So the issue stems from this goes back all the way to 1967 when Ali refused to enter the military during the Vietnam War. Okay, declaring himself a uh, conscientious objector. His decision resulted in a uh, draft evasion conviction, conviction, and he was stripped of his heavyweight boxing crown. Right, Ali's yeah. legal fight ended back in 1971, four years later, when the Supreme Court ruled in his favor and overturned the conviction. <laughs> he would also be covered by President Carter's 1977 amnesty for Americans who avoided military service during the Vietnam War. So he was fine. So he's fine. He's there's no there's no there's nothing against him on on his record. Now, posthumous pardons apparently they ca- they do carry like a tremendous symbolic weight, and he did. L- Ali did lose some of his prime boxing years due to the legal case. Right. Um, And it would be the only fourth posthumous pardon in the United States history. However, (laughs) you, you, it's not like you can't just kind of divvy all of these out. It's not like like, you you have kind of a limited amount that they're really going to allow you to do this with, like as far as pardons. So why not make it count? So maybe make it for somebody who, who needs it, who needs it. Interesting. And it would make sense. Huh. Legally. So, anyway. Well, that whole situation sucks to suck. This next story, and I'd like to, Shan, I'd like to thank you, because you did send over two of the three sucks to suck stories for me this evening. Right. This one from Vancouver is weird. Okay, fun. Um, And let's, you say that I sent them over. I literally read the headlines and clicked it and sent the link to you so that I could... I, I, I remain surprised. Well, yeah, and that's also, I mean, that's also a great indication of how much work you actually put into uh, doing your, your just, show prep. Just some so Google searches. I, I like that. That's good. So, hey, and uh, then Justin will take care of yeah, it from here. There you go. So a BC couple um, whose religious views are too extreme even for churches and pastors. Oh, interesting. And has put them at odds with family, doctors, social workers, and anyone else trying to help them with their daughter oh. have lost their battle for custody of said daughter. Oh, no kidding. Um, it's an unusual child custody trial, and it features the couple speaking in tongues to a stuffed animal follow. Who they think is their daughter? They said, transmitted the word of God directly to them and refusing legal assistance because Jesus Christ, through the stuffed lion, you'll of course understand, <laughs> was their lawyer, witness, and judge. 
Oh, dear. So, again, there was a lot of weirdness there, so I'm just going to repeat that Please. real quickly. So, the couple was speaking in tongues to a stuffed animal, stuffed lion, that they said transmitted the word of God directly to them and that they refused legal assistance because they believed that Jesus Christ, again, through this stuffed lion, was their lawyer, witness, and judge. Oh, dear. So, this back in November, when the girl was one years old, one year, one years. One year. Is it one year? Okay, one year old. The Provincial Court of British Columbia formally declared she was in need of protection and placed her in provincial custody. Decision the parents appealed to the BC Supreme Court. The parents claimed the judge violated their charter rights, discriminated against them as Christians, and made procedural errors. Not as Christians. He he was confused by them as people. Yeah. Not not anything to do with their religion. That it just religion happens to be the thing that's carrying their mental illness. Well, and it goes from weird to sad and bad. Um, so, um, and we're not going to get into too much details because honestly, it's a little depressing and I don't really want to talk about it. But, and you can read the full story over at ptppodcast.com. They had unstable working and living arrangements, moving around various communities in British Columbia. Their views started interfering with their relationship with others, including Christian communities. And you know you're being crazy when you're, when when the, when Christians and Catholics are like, you probably should s- slow down. Like, you should probably stop that. And we say that as Catholics. <laughs> yeah. Several churches banned them and even called police for assistance when the couple set out to, quote, purge churches of evil influences, whatever the hell that means. Hmm. And at one point after the birth of their child, they were criminally charged with causing disturbance after police were called to a church in West Kelowna when the, uh, where the parents were trying to cleanse demonic influences. It got it gets even darker. We're not going to go into it. It's one thing to be fucking crazy. It's another th- whole ball game to be crazy when you have an infant. Exactly. Bring it in a little bit. Yep. You can do it. They suck to suck. And finally, just because this is amusing to me, the World Cup is coming, Shannon. Yes, it is. Um, soccer, as the world calls it, football. <sighs> um, <laughs> what what's with the sigh? I I can. We should all just agree on a term for it. And I'm okay to call it football. Like it makes sense. You kick it, it with, makes a, a lot with of a sense. foot. Like yeah. I understand. But like, let's just con- let's come up with a concise thing of what we're gonna call it I'm and conf- move on. I've always it's a been sport. Yeah, totally. It's, it's not a pronunciation thing. I've always been confused how like yeah the rest of the world calls it soccer or calls it football and we call it soccer. Where the hell did we get the term soccer from? Football makes total sense. Maybe. Um, you know, a bunch of guys were playing and the wife was at the other end being like, you got to get home. And the other players were just like, just soccer, like, you know, soccer, no, maybe. And like you kick the ball to her. And maybe that's what, maybe that's where it came from. I hope not. I'm guaranteeing that's that's not where it came from. That's, that's probably where it came from. So, uh, this story. Maybe it was someone saying, would you like a soccer? And they're like, soccer. (laughs) Were were (laughs) they playing football when that (laughs) happened or? Yep. Okay, because there needs to be some correlation there to see where. Nah. Oh, all right. Okay. Oh, a sucker. That's what I will call this sport I am now inventing. There's a correlation. For no reason that I didn't actually invent. I'm just playing. Anyway, <laughs> holy fuck. This one comes from uh, Business Insider. Um, workers in Russia. <laughs> yeah, right over there. I'm dying. Um, workers in Russia are being taught how to smile in a bid to be more welcoming to tourists during the uh, World Cup, which kicks off on Thursday. Oh, my God. Uh, according to the BBC, this is like a, like a study or a, a, a survey that they've done. Russians don't smile as much as other Europeans. Um, and an Naturally. Ar- and an article in The Atlantic attempts to explain why when it loosely translate a, translates a Russian proverb, 
laughing for no reason is a sign of stupidity. So, you know, really? they don't they don't they don't have an outwardly smiley, but they uh, have a demeanor. reason for it. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Now there is a reason to smile though for Russia because a one and a half million reasons. To be precise, because 101, uh, sorry, 1.5 million tourists are expected to uh, visit Russia during the World Cup. You got to make these people happy. You got to right. seem inviting, even if you kind of don't want them there. So to prepare for all the tourists, workers in key companies like FIFA, Russian Railways, and Moscow Metro are all undergoing unique training. The BBC says the world governing body for football and the two Russian transport firms are teaching staff how to smile. Port says that Russian train conductors are being taught how to smile at foreigners um, in an effort to tackle the stereotype that its people are unfriendly. Well, that's kind of fun. I mean, good on them. I mean, you know, it's kind of weird that you have to have that. But if that's what you need to do, then I mean, good on you. You're trying. I appreciate you attempting to make yourself more friendly to me. I like it a lot. So just the the need for them to be taught how to smile. That's what sucks. That it requires teaching. Fair enough. That's that kind of sucks, right? Sucks to suck. <laughs> Stay up to date with everything pulled plug related, as well as all the stories that we're talking about on tonight's show. Head on over to our website, ptbpodcast.com. And I just want to quickly shed some light on my my question there. The word uh, soccer, which is believed to have originated in Britain some two hundred years ago, comes from the official name of the sport, um, association football. As other versions of the game involved to include rugby football, it's believed that. Uh, Brits adopted um, different ways of saying it to distinguish each game. So the rugby football game was shortened to rugger. That's interesting. Never heard that before. I've never heard of the term rugger before. And a term recognized in British English to present day, and the um, which blah blah blah. uh, And the association football game was shortened to soccer. Why though? No idea. That that's literally not helpful. That doesn't make any sense. But that's that's literally what it's from. Hmm. I, I don't get it. But that's as close. Like I have more questions than answers now. <laughs> that's good. Well, I'm sorry. I, no, 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 I appreciate <laughs> you attempting, but their explanation is, I mean, nonsense. There's nothing there. So uh, I apologize. Again, not your fault. They need to give more clear information. Where did this word come from? I want more information. Ah. Uh. God, too true. Damn it. Well, in honor of uh, the Russian smilers, uh, this next one's for you. Here's Megan Wright with Good Manners here on Pull the Plug. It's my pleasure to ask you over tonight. Tonight. I like candles that use good manners tonight, tonight, cause I can't wait, cause I can't wait for you. Dress up and use good silver tonight. Tonight, I'll tell stories and pour your. 
Good manners, and we are back here at Pull the Plug. Let's talk some hockey because we're Canadians. Let's eh? do it for sure, there, bud. So, uh, was it last week? Last week, the yeah. uh, Washington Capitals, for the uh, first time in their 43 years in the in the uh, in the league in the NHL, wow, they won the Stanley Cup. That's gotta feel so good. I can't even imagine. Um, it was awesome to watch. Um, Super fun and. As uh, as hockey fans, and, and we've really been following um, Alexander Ovechkin um, since he entered the NHL. Just he was such a superstar. And to see him finally hoist the trophy and get to see the reaction on his face, the just pure joy funneling through his body yeah was phenomenal it was it was pretty incredible even you know not necessarily being a you know lifelong fan or anything like that at the capitals when you see some you know an organization or you know teammates or, or players or individual players work so hard and then they finally achieve it, it For it's, sure. it's incredible to see um but i remember when we were watching the the uh like the the cup ceremony and they skate around the ice and they've got there the hoisting this the cup over their head um, you asked the the question, has it ever been dropped? Yeah, as on they the were ice? as they were handing it off, it looked real shaky. Sometimes I'm like, uh, and I've heard stories of like people partying with it and stuff. And I'm going, well, did it ever get dropped on the ice? And of course, that led us down a whole wormhole. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I actually couldn't find any evidence of like at least during a TV broadcast of somebody dropping the cup on the ice. But it, there were uh, documented instances saying, yeah, it's been dented a few times from being dropped and whatnot. If, but If that was all that had happened to the Stanley Cup, <laughs> it would be a miracle. Right. But I, I, I have a list here. We we're not going to go through them all, obviously, because there's a lot. Um, of just some Stanley Cup misadventures. Fun. So this again, the Stanley Cup is the biggest um, trophy you can win in the National Hockey League. Um, it's the championship trophy. So yeah. the way it works is once the team wins, um, you know they obviously usually have like a party or anything like that, and then each player or member of the organization to a certain level gets 24 hours with the cup which is super cool yeah they can take it to their hometown they can do a little parade at home like whatever you want to do oftentimes you will see a parade um in the town but um yeah so super fun carry on they can do whatever they want so back in 1924 members of the montreal canadians uh en route to celebrate their win 
left it by the road after repairing a flat tire. <laughs> so just sitting on the side of the road. Amazing. The cup was recovered exactly where they left it. In 1925, um, the... Uh, Two sons discovered the cup in the basement of their home and scratched their names on it with a nail no after way. it was left there after a party. And in 1940, their names were properly engraved on it as the members of the champion New York Rangers. So every team who wins the cup that year, those uh, the, the players get their names engraved on the cup. Right. So that's part of it as well. So the kids' names were engraved? Yes. That's hilarious. Um, in 1957, Maurice Rocket Richard chipped both of his front teeth while drinking from the Stanley <laughs> Cup. <laughs> Uh, in 1962, the Toronto Maple Leafs won the Stanley Cup, and during a party after the win, the trophy was dropped in a bonfire and badly damaged. It was repaired at the expense of the team. Holy shit. Um, in 1964, Red Kelly of the Toronto Maple Leafs posed for a photo with his infant son sitting in the cup, only to find the child had urinated in it. <laughs> Kelly was quoted years later as saying, it, was always, it has always since made him laugh to see players drinking out of the cup. I can imagine. <laughs> uh, Clark Gillies of the uh, New York Islanders filled the cup with dog food and let his dog eat out of it. Oh, Which I find kind of cute. That is cute. Uh, the New York Islanders' Brian Trotche admitted to sleeping with the cup. Having sex with it? Well, probably not having sex oh. with it. There's no hole in it. But, um, as have apparently dozens of players slept with, with the cup. That's sort of sweet, I think. I know. It's kind of adorable to imagine. Like, you walk into like their bedroom and they're just like spooning, spooning the, it. Spooning it. Yeah, that's totally what I'm picturing. Like, their arm around it and... <laughs> Uh, in 1987, the Edmonton Oilers' uh, Mark Messier uh, took it to his favorite club in his hometown of St. Albert, Alberta, and let fans drink out of it. It wound up slightly bent in various places for unknown reasons. <laughs> it was repaired at a local automotive shop and shipped back to the, to the Hockey Hall of Fame. So they just took it to a car repair Interesting. shop and huh. let him have it. That man was probably paid off very well and has kept the secret <laughs> this is a this is kind of a, a a crazy story that this uh dallas stars won the cup in 1999 that the party was hosted at the house of their one of their defensemen and uh pantera drummer vinnie paul i guess they shared a All place right. so at the party star one of the stars forwards uh allegedly attempted to throw the cup from the upstairs deck into the house's crown royal shaped pool below <laughs> Uh, the, cu uh, the cup caught the lip of the pool, producing a large dent. Oh, shit. And one of the uh, the keepers of the cup, the people who like are instructed to hold on to it and make sure it's sta uh, safe, stated that this never happened. What happened was that one of the players was posing with it next to the pool when someone pushed him into the water and it went in with him. It was in the water maybe two seconds. It was a really good party from what I understand. The trophy was dented the previous day when a player dropped it during a locker room celebration. But the, hmm. there's still debate as to exactly what happened uh, happened there. Wow. Only those in attendance will ever know. Mm -hmm. uh, a few quick more uh, here for you. June, uh, on June 6, 2008, after the uh, uh, Detroit Red Wings Stanley Cup parade, the Stanley Cup was pushed off a table at a bar in Detroit and received oh, a dent, man. which was later smoothed out. Um, after the 2008 NHL Awards, it was revealed that the damage was much more extensive than originally realized, and a lot of work had to go into saving it. Oh, man. Uh, this cup has seen some shit. A week after the same Detroit team won the cup, uh, Chris Draper's newborn daughter defecated in the cup as she sat in it. The cup oh. was thoroughly cleaned, and Draper uh, reportedly drank from it that same day. Oh, dear. Well, they I, I, don't, it. I don't know if I could bring myself to do it, though. They, they, they cleaned it. Uh, um, did they? And finally, on uh, August 30th, 2011, this is like a third a quarter of the stories about what's going on. Yeah. Uh, on August 30th, 2011, during Michael Ryder's day with the cup, it fell off of a table at a media event in St. John's, Newfoundland, which wouldn't be a big deal, except there were TV crews 
and it was like a live thing <laughs> and everyone saw this like table break and the cup just like crashed to the floor and everyone and then it's just like pandemonium to I'm sure there was a brief moment of <gasps> oh 100%. and then silence and then rush yeah 100% oh man that's nuts so it seems some shit it is totally seen some shit. So we'll be linking to a list. Of, there's a great list of all of the misadventures that the Stanley Cup has gone through. Um, actually, over on Wikipedia. Perfect. Which we'll link to over at the show notes. Over at ptppodcast.com. Hell yeah. So fun. Um, we're nearing the end of the night, but before we get there, we're going to listen to some lumber junk. Because I haven't heard these guys in ages, and I fucking love them. Plus, you love junk. I do love jump. Junk? Jump. Junk. Lumber junk. Nailed it. Someday, PTP.
them in my empty mind Never seem to find the time Pulled away by undertow Fearing I may never go Junk. God damn, I love that song. That's such a good impression of Matt so, Weininger. Well, he's better than me. I mean, we, that goes without saying. So I'm sorry to say, but, but it goes without saying. Great tune, and you are welcome, listeners, because that is a treat. Yeah, that's a hell of a tune right there. Hell yeah. That was a hell of a show there, Shannon. Fun times to be had by at least the two of us. Yeah, I mean, we had a good time. That's really all I care about. <laughs> yeah. If you did have a good time, though, let yeah. us know. Reach out to us over at ptppodcast.com, or even better... Yes. Uh, rate us or review us on iTunes. Oh, hit that five star, hit that four star. You let us know don't, what's don't up. Don't go any lower. Don't go lower than that, though. For God's sake. That's bad for us. I'm just kidding. Do what you want. I don't really care. Um, but <laughs> You're an adult. Make your own decisions. Exactly. But apparently that helps a lot if you do rate the show. It, it gets attention from the people that make decisions and stuff. So Nice. Uh, that'd be cool if you like the show. And uh, you can tell a friend that you listen to the show. And if you do feel like supporting the show in other ways. Yeah. You can head on over to uh, patreon.com slash PTP podcast. And uh, for as little as a buck a month. So cheap. You can uh, support the show and, uh, you know, it gets us uh, gets us some money rolling in and we can do fun stuff and make more things. And we got uh, some other uh, new uh, pull the plug plays coming up. Probably within the next week or so. Super fun. Something yeah, like th- that. those have been just awesome and a uh, ton of fun. And uh, big shout outs to everybody who has uh, helped us create those so far. Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. Like, it's literally just an excuse to sit down with your friends and make fun of each other and play video games. It's but perfect. fuck, like, that's awesome. So, so good. Legit. Thank you to everyone who's contributed to that or watched it or liked it or anything like that. Yeah. So. And keep your eyes peeled for more coming at you real soon. Absolutely. Once again, ptppodcast.com thank you guys so much for listening and remember kids keep masturbating that's me masturbating kiss my Kirby butt goodbye you go like this Shannon you'll see how crazy of a difference this makes when you're like turning your head and oh my god hello